0: And welcome to KC360's podcast on navigating college admissions. I'm Christy, your host, and during our time together, we'll cover college admission tips and tricks to help your college search be a success. I'm excited to introduce Lisa to you and she is coming to talk about something very specific related to accommodations with students. So Lisa, welcome. Introduce yourself and give us details about where you are and what you do.
1: Okay, thanks, Christy. So my name is Lisa Lamfer and um, I'm at Columbia International University here in Columbia, South Carolina, and I direct the Academic Success Center, which includes um, disability services.
0: Awesome. And a lot of schools call this something different, accommodations, disability services, but all of it has to do with accommodations that your student may need, IEP. Those are some other words. Um, So let's talk a little bit, if you have a student that has an IEP or would need disability services and they're looking at coming to CIU or university, what are some things that they should ask you?
1: Oh, great question. Okay. So Um, When when students are considering coming to CIU, um, I love to connect with them. I love to hear their story and what barriers they have faced in their lives because of their disability and how that might play into their college experience. So we we usually start with a conversation between me and the student um, so I can understand how they are uniquely designed. Um, and uh, start thinking through, okay, what could could this look like in college to give you the access that you need so you can be as successful as you can possibly be.
0: Are there things that they shouldn't ask, like questions that, I mean, I don't know, sometimes I always think there's things that you should know not to ask.
1: (laughs) Well, I think sometimes students are nervous about sharing about their disability, because they they might think, well, this might give me a disadvantage, you know? And what we try to do here at CIU is make sure that the admissions process is completely separate from what we do in our office of assigning accommodations to students. So admissions, if, if you wish to share about your disability because it's an important, impactful part of your story, then I encourage you to do that, um, but you don't have to. It is not required. And they're not going to share that information with me. Like when, when we start our conversation, it's going to be a starting from a blank slate. I don't know anything about you. So fill me in on the details and let's see how we can work together. Yeah.
0: And this question is kind of twofold. You know, if I'm a parent and I have a student that probably will need some accommodation in school, what, what is the sort of a two point question? What is the timing for notifying that, like, are there benefits or drawbacks or bonuses throughout the admission process? Does it affect that? And then secondly, how, like, how do I connect with you? What's the best way for parents to find you or find someone like you?
1: Yeah. Okay. So um, are there benefits or disadvantages? I, I, I would say for us, we would encourage parents to reach out as soon as possible. If the student is considering coming here strongly, um, we don't technically start an accommodation process and put together a proposal until they're officially admitted, but we can have a general conversation, you know, so that they can feel comfortable. Okay, this is the office and these are maybe some common accommodations that CIU offers and that kind of thing. So um, the sooner the better, Um, the one of the big differences between high school and college is for accommodations in high school they're going to identify you they're going to test you they're going to assign accommodations and then you're going to get them in college you get to choose if you're going to self-disclose and then also get to choose once your accommodations are assigned which ones you're going to use how often and so forth so I just I like it to be in place so that if you need it you can use it but accommodations are not retroactive that's something parents and students should know so if you have some accommodation that you need but you don't come tell me until November when finals are coming these are not it's not going to be retroactive so you need to keep that in mind better to to give us the information we're going to keep it super confidential and um, you, you know, don't feel like, oh gosh, my professors are going to know what my disability is. No, they won't. Um, if you are approved for accommodations, all that professor knows is they've been assigned accommodations, they've been vetted, and here are the accommodations we're asking you to do in the classroom.
0: Love what you've been hearing on the podcast? Check out our monthly Navigator membership. It's a free membership that gives monthly resources that are webinars with experts and college tips and tricks that are even far beyond what we've offered here. Check it out in the show notes and join today. I think that's really important because a lot of times I'll have families that are trying to decide whether or not they should pursue that. And I think, like you said, having that safety net of, you know, you may or may not use it, but you can't. It's much easier to have it there and to fall back on it than to go back and scramble and, yeah. you know, suddenly, oh, by the way, yeah, I need this. and, um, And I think I really appreciate your advice about early on because I think orientation when you're registering for classes is not really optimal when you're talking about. That you know, you're busy, the office is busy and making sure that your student has what they need. And if you know, like I know some students they need note takers and that those things are in place, those that can affect your class schedule. Yeah. So those things are really important. Mm-hmm. How do they go about finding you? Like, do they start with the admission counselor? Do they go to the website? What's the best way, generally speaking, to to find you to reach out? What's appropriate?
1: Yeah, either one. Um, if if you're on campus. Uh, let's see, you're interacting with your admissions counselor, getting a tour, they will they will bring you into the library, that's where we're located, and they'll say, okay, upstairs is academic success, they do accommodations, they do tutoring, all these things, and um, so if a, a parent student want to speak with us, they often will put, the, put us on their schedule. Um, they can also go to our website at myCIU and look up, you know, because our because our office title is not disability, disability services, we do a whole lot more than just disability services. They're just going to look for um, wh- what are the services. They can use the search bar to say disability and they'll they'll be able to find us. And then we're glad to, um, I love doing Zoom calls because I love to meet people, <laughs> even if they're far away to be able to see and interact. And um, yeah, so it, it's we try to make it really easy to find us Um, so the parents and students feel very confident, okay, I know where to go, I know who to talk to. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think one, you know, I guess distinction about college that I love when it comes to the services that you provide is that, you know, people like Lisa are here for you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, a lot of times in high school, parents are the advocates, and, you know, you, you have to fight for so many things to get your kids the things that they need, and um, and that's really important, but what I've observed overall is that in college, you know you exist to advocate for students. You exist to to help them and and you want to help them. And I think that's one to me one of the best benefits about some of the services that colleges offer because, you know, positions and people exist to help you, and they want to see you succeed. I mean, I've not met a single staff or faculty or staff person at any university that does not want to see their students succeed. And, you know, they are for you. And so I think that's the thing when you think about reaching out to anyone department, someone like Lisa, that you need to know they're there for you and they are for you. They want you to win. They want you to succeed. They want you to graduate and and be who you're created to be. And so it's not something to be afraid of or something to be nervous about. Um, I mean, I haven't, I don't think I've met any person in your position that it was like, you know, overbearing and not wanting to help so you know that's what we're
1: here for to provide (laughs) the extra support that students may need so um it takes it does take courage and humility to say i need help but you know in reality don't we all need help so and i like to i like to point out that in the bible in first corinthians um 12 it talks about the body and all the parts of the body being important to the functioning of the body. So it doesn't matter if you're a big toe or an elbow or an ear, you know, all of those parts are important. So we wanna make sure that students feel supported and encouraged and um, yeah, like you just said that they have the opportunity to be as successful as they can be.
0: Well, I appreciate your heart and the heart of so many that just, you know, I think if you're in higher ed, you just want, you love students and you want them to succeed. And I appreciate that overall sentiment for everyone. And um, I know you have a resource that you had referred to that's really helpful. So we'll put that link. If you wanna talk about that for a minute, you can, or if not, we'll just we can put the link um, for sure. sure.
1: Sure, so it's called Seven Steps to College Success, a pathway for students with disabilities. This was just offered to me by um, our South Carolina Disabilities Group. Um, and we're doing a book club reading this summer, and it's excellent. It's It just it gives a lot of details about um, the myths of requesting accommodations in college and how things are different from high school and college, like we've talked about some, but this is an excellent resource um, that I would love for people to read.
0: Well, we'll make sure we list it, because I know it's important for parents to have resources, and I really appreciate your time and insight and um, the way you advocate for students and your passion for them. Thank you for your tips. And we look forward to students connecting with CIU.
1: Thanks, Christy.